Welcome, Star Wars fans, to another episode of the Lunch Table Podcast with your favorite co-pilots in the galaxy, Dylan and Akram. We are here to review episode 11 of Andor, now out on Disney+. Plus. Uh, Akram, I really enjoyed this episode. It was very, it, it was bittersweet, um, but we also have some cool little action moments in this episode, too. So I wanted to get your thoughts on, on episode 11. Yeah, no, I loved it. Of course, every time I love it. Um, it was pretty sad. Um, I expected that. I'm surprised on how oh, I don't want to spoil it right now, but I'm still surprised on how Andor found the money <laughs> in that certain <laughs> hiding spot. Uh, but yeah, I thought that it was an ambitious take of this episode. Um, a lot of resolution, too. And I think a lot more people will be worried for Mon Mothma coming in episode 12. But yeah, let's hear your thoughts. Yeah, um... I think it was great. We got like uh, snippets of Luthen in this episode, um, and he has a great uh, uh, starfighter sequence towards the end of the episode. We saw Guerrera uh, also. We saw Saw Guerrera also in this episode, um, and yeah, Mon Mothma is also facing some um, legal issues as well. Um, but going back to Andor, um, so we actually, of course, in the last episode, he escaped the prison. And he was with that guy. I forgot his name, but he was one of the the, the inmates. Right. Um, so they escaped together. I actually thought like they were, he was going to escape with Kino because we didn't really see what happened with Kino. Like, did he did he swim or did he jump or something? So right. I would have thought like maybe they like escaped together since he was so prominent. Um, so they actually they come across a uh, Narkinian uh, starship. Was that starship featured in um, Rise of Skywalker or? Um, Oh yeah, I I recognize Last it somewhere. Jedi? Yeah, I recognized it somewhere. It looked very familiar. Yeah, it looked like the one on Jakku with the, right. um, that Ray was trying to get off on. Mm-hmm. Um, so it looked familiar, but it was cool. And um, yeah, so they they escape off world, and then uh, we find out um, that uh, Marva, the the mother, uh, she tragically passed away uh, in this episode. Um, I was kind of sad about it because I feel like we just got to know her character i kind of wanted especially since they announced the season two i kind of wanted to explore more of her character like why she was so involved with the rebellion and everything but i, I guess she serves as like kind of like the bait for andor because now they're setting up this big trap right the isb um is setting up this funeral to to capture andor um but i felt bad for that that droid as well because he feels like mm. like he feels like like a dog like that lost his owner and he's like so like broken he doesn't know where to go um yeah what were your thoughts yeah you know it's a delicate situation if the isb were trying to track andor like it's really you have to play it well um i think luthan had the best line when in interaction with saw it's like that you know you have to like play it well enough because you could get caught eventually and that's the same thing with andor i wonder if andor is going to go over there to see bix or anyone like that or or visit the funeral or the grave from marva um yeah it was really weird though how they did it so yeah so fiona shaw was not in this episode it was just her body mm-hmm. i was like oh it was off that's screen, it. yeah yeah mm-hmm. i was like oh okay you know it, it was really sad i felt bad for the droid i love the practical effects by the way of the droid that's so awesome um yeah it's it could be a trap. It could be a trap. But from how I see it, I think at the end of the episode, Andor probably like that's his ticket to joining the rebellion even more. I feel like now he has nothing holding him back. I know that it's kind of that's kind of code um, in a sense, like with Bix. What's does he care about Bix at this point? I don't know um, mm-hmm. to go back there. Maybe, maybe not. Um, 
Yeah, it's weird. It's weird how they did it too, because the droid in the promotionals played such a huge part, and the droid was like not mentioned too much in the show or not featured too much in the show. He just had like a a good a handful of times where you could see him, but nothing really significant. So I wanted that to play into uh, episode twelve. Um, yeah, and we also have more Vel visiting Mon Mothma. I'm glad Mon Mothma didn't do that thing with the guy. Um, let me get your thoughts on on her daughter, though. I was so annoyed seeing her, like, just with her friends there at the table reciting something. Uh, let me get your thoughts on that whole scene, because I think that scene really shows Mon Mothma's sensitive side, and she really feels like she lost hope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it feels like, like we're watching, like the wives school in Gilead or something. Yeah. <laughs> and we yes. just came off of handmaid's still. Yeah. But yeah, that's exactly what it is. It's it's indoctrination. And um yeah, the I don't know, like I've been saying like the daughter kind of annoys me at times. Like I me feel too. like she's too much like uh the her father. Like she's she's drinking the Kool-Aid of the Empire and um like she doesn't really like relate to her mother. She they're very alienated. It feels like a very like tragic, you know, family dynamic. Um and I think Vel is the only close family that Mon Mothma can relate to um, because she's very open-minded. She's very radical. Um, So it's sad. So I wonder if like season two, like the Empire will use her family against her too um, if they found out like what she's doing. Um, Yeah, even that whole conversation between Vel and and Mon Mothma um, because we now we understand like the stakes that Mon Mothma is in, right? She might not have the same consequences that Luthen and Andor go through, right? Because she's not like uh, a freedom fighter right but she's a financial backer and that that's easily more traceable than being a freedom fighter right because you have liability you have uh accounts you know that can be traced um so i like that they explore that on her end like the the stakes that she has to go through right as as being a financial provider because a lot of rebellions and a lot of war campaigns need credits and, and money that's in real life that's the same situation right so i like that they show like what she has to go through too right um and even vel like she visited the 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 luthan's museum and then she talked with like her assistant too and even the assistant you know she has stakes as well like she said like like i i live and breathe this every day too right it's not just you doing going out and doing missions right you might get information from like one mission but i'm here every day like like listening on the on the radio and the and the wave too um but yeah, what did you think of the interaction between also uh, Luthen and, and Saw Guerrera? Oh, yeah, that was that was dramatic as hell. And also it made me really like anxious. Like I, I really thought that Luthen would be captured or held prisoner or something like that for disrespecting someone or whatever. Um, I'm also glad to see that alien guy. I forgot his the name for the alien guy. He has like that weird helmet. You know, I'm also glad mm-hmm. to see him back. Um this reminded me a lot of like a kind of Zero Dark Thirty scene or something that you would see in a Bourne series. It was very like, again, it's very espionage but there's so much stakes. And and mm-hmm. and I think, what's his name? Crenshaw or something is going to be made or something like that. Or he's going to be um, a potentially captured, right? Um, and and oh, we ha- uh, Anton or Anto Krieger. Krieger, right. And we have to yeah. like let him uh, just let mm-hmm. it be. And so now Saul is faced with sacrificing also, I believe, 30 men to make it look good and to mm-hmm. not raise too much suspicion. And yeah, I mean, again, it shows you the stakes and these guys uh, just to start the rebellion, they're sacrificing so much. And in the last episode, Luthen delivered, uh, you know, Stellan Starsgard delivered a beautiful monologue on, on his um, 
on his mindset of of the rebellion. Um, so I thought it was great. What did you think of it? Yeah, Luthen's a chess player. He's he's willing to sacrifice, you know, three pawns for one rook. You know, um, he knows the stakes. He knows his men. He knows who's valuable. I mean, he even you know laid it down to Saw. He was like, um, you know, uh, Anto Anto doesn't have anything on me because he doesn't really know me, right? You might have something on me, so that's why I don't really like risk you. But him, you know, it's it's less of a liability, right? Um, and I just like like seeing like Saul like I don't know cooperate. I don't know because he we always think like Saul like from Rogue One like he's not like a player, like he doesn't really he tries to do his own thing. But actually seeing him, um, and maybe that actually explains like in Rogue One why he isolates himself, right? Because he doesn't really trust anybody, you know, because mm-hmm. Luthen was the close. Luthen is like the closest person that he can really like relate to outside of his own organization. Um, but after this episode, I think it makes more sense now that why he would isolate himself from the rebellion more in Rogue One um, because he knows he can't trust the other uh, rebel cells, right? Oh, I think that was an interesting. Yeah, yeah, it's an interesting thing to conversation to think about as well. Um, but then Luthen leaves. Um, uh, saw and then uh, we got a great uh, starfighter sequence and I want to get your thoughts because I think Luthen gave um, the slave one a run for his money his ship is like the design of his whole ship is so cool like we see like the way it like operates and stuff and I've never seen that imperial uh, ship either that it had like these like big satellite dishes too um, yeah I want to get your th- thoughts on that whole um, space battle yeah well anything related with characters from rogue one i think now we can expect an amazing uh battle in the air yeah it was awesome um and also it looks so realistic too that's the one thing like i love the cgi yeah, in the show like mm-hmm. the lighting and everything um yeah i never seen that that cruiser before i i, I also like that too like Every movie or every show kind of adds something to the Empire. Like they have specific, it's it's like the military. It's exactly like our military right now. And it, may, mm-hmm. it, it relates it more, more towards us. And also um, just the lingo that they have to uh, say to each other to get by other people and stuff. But yeah, so this battle, uh, that ship is so capable. And I think he's using some type of AI or something. That is so awesome too. And it's a quick AI. I wish my internet was that fast. Mm. Um, <laughs> yeah, that little, that little, like, <laughs> that was so like, I liked it. I don't know. It, it was kind of realistic. Kind of reminded me of like cops pulling you over. It's like, you know, it's oh, okay. Yeah. They're giving all these chances yeah. and stuff like that. <laughs> um, and then what happens is because they're holding him in a tractor beam and he does some like torpedo thing and knocks out the main dish. Mm-hmm. And uh, he fights like three TIE fighters, I believe. And that was awesome as well. Um, so for sure, he's definitely capable. Um, very, I think that's like a highlight for me and Andor is that scene alone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about you? Yeah, it was awesome. It had that ship kind of like had bits of like Slave One, like I said, like little bits of Millennium Falcon, even Mando's yeah. ship. I kind of like saw like traces of it because he had, had so much gadgets in it. Right. And um, that's what I love about Star Wars is kind of like your the ship that they have kind of like accentuates mm-hmm. like some of the features of its, you know, captain. Um because Luthen is a very stealthy person, right? So he's he's very like infiltrator, right? So he hides all the weapons in his ship until like the last minute, like we saw like the guns were coming out, right? Or like even those cool like laser things that he had. Um, so it's it's a very like sleek and it's very like stealthy ship. Like it kind of reminds me too of like um Padme ship, like the the Naboo cruiser. Um, but it's also you know it's not afraid to fight back too. So I love that that little um aspect of it, and I love the design of it as well. Um. Yeah. 
so yeah and then andor also i think we should also mention um asairo in this episode oh yeah uh he uh gets a phone call from the sergeant that he worked on on um Ferrix. uh so they actually got information leaked about the funeral um so what do you expect we'll see with Cyro in the next episode because they're kind of alluding that he's gonna uh find or he's going to the funeral i guess and maybe like do like a citizen's arrest for andor uh what do you expect we'll see with him well now that you mentioned that question i'm actually thinking now maybe andor will actually go back and and Cyro will be the one to like face him and there'll be like some beef going on or something like that. I'm still hoping that Cyro will be like this turncoat. I, I, I don't know. It's maybe it'll be too fast paced to do so. Like you kind of have to build up to that. Or maybe he's just like, he just feels so disillusioned now with what he's trying to become at one point that he's like, oh, now I'm starting to realize that I should fight with, the, with these people. Um, but for sure, I think a hefty dialogue and I think a very poignant dialogue will happen. Um, and if not, maybe Cyro will die because I think that's that's the options right now is that you, you're, you're out, man, you're outnumbered. You're going to die if you try to capture Andor or the whole town will try to protect Andor. That's what I feel. Um, and also the guy who spoke to him, was he I guess he lost the job, his job or something, because it looked like he was working like in a, uh, some welding well, place. Well, they all did. It was him, the yeah. inspector, and Cyril, because they you, were all held accountable. You know yeah. what's funny, actually? Because that actor, he was in Chernobyl, and so that actor uh, was a minor. <laughs> and so he the can't fact catch that, a break. <laughs> he can. He's always like working in that field. <laughs> Poor guy. But He's yeah, in the colonies what, in Gilead. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so what, uh, what are your predictions for Cyril, though, for next episode, the final episode for season one? I could see him being a turncoat. Um... But the thing is, he's so upset. Like we saw, like he's even more obsessed with Andor than the ISB um, mm. to the point where like even Deidre was like uncomfortable around him. Um, I think to make him a sympathetic character, I think he has to see that the Empire isn't all that it's meant to be or that it promotes. Right. Um, I think he has to see that they're actually oppressing people and not like the law and order that they claim to be. Um yeah, I don't think I don't think he's willing to hear Cassian out. Honestly, I think he's so full of rage, and um, I think he just doesn't want to hear it. And he probably blames Cassian for his living situation right now. Um, but he knows the Empire isn't going to do much either, or at least they're not going to exact the justice that he wants. Right. So I think he's going to try and do like a citizen's arrest, and probably I would even imagine as far as like assassination. Um, well. But- if yeah. that, ha- but here's the weird thing though. Here's here's my thoughts on that: is that the fact that Cyril is now living with his mother and Andor's adopted mother just died. I feel like maybe mm. he could sympathize with Andor somehow, right? Like I feel like that's the point where like now he's gonna realize that you and I, at the end of the day, politics aside, we're just two people. Uh, just trying to live under this like oppressive force. Maybe he's going to realize that, right? Still, even in his older position, there are some things that he couldn't do, right? He didn't outrank some people uh, in that facility as well. So maybe he's going to realize, well, you know what? Yeah, let me, let me take it easy. I think maybe that's like the turning point for him. I hope Mm -hmm. at least, because I have hopes for some reason. That's a great Uh, point. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, I think that's, I think when you have a common denominator, you start understanding your opposition and i think that's a great point what you said about like the mothers um, i didn't even think about that um because they are you know they have very close well at least andor has a close relationship with his mother um Cyril, he's like a bit more um combative with his own mother <laughs> uh, so maybe there's a dialogue there that um 
we'll see for for next episode because we only have i think uh two more episodes left no uh, this, this is the last or, episode next week or next episode is last up um so yeah um stakes are high i wonder where it goes from here um so of course the last scene we see cassian he finds out um from the underground guy uh that you know his mother died um and i think that's that's where we see the rebel um and andor is born right because you know up to this point he was he's very selfish like he was on that planet just to like you know retire um i mean he did care about marva but that like you said that was his anchor um but now that you have that gone what is there left right except the rebellion so i think that's a good point yeah and i like that scene too because the sun kind of resembles the intro animation that they have with andor and i think that that does tell you something that now Andor is going to begin this new mm-hmm. life. Um, so, you know, it will segue to episode 12. I think that episode 12 will cut a little uh, or tie, tie a little loose ends. And at the same time too, introduce season two and you guys best believe that we're going to review season two. So what are your uh, um, grade grading for this? What are, what would you, um, I'd give it an eight, eight out of ten. I love oh, wow. I love that all the scenes with Luthen. Um, I think it just added so much to the espionage quality of the show. Um, and Andor brings like that humanity back, right? And even all the other characters too. Um, they kind of add something to the the lore of Star Wars in a way. Um, I thought the Marvel thing. I I kind of wanted to see like her a little bit more. I think yeah. it was weird that they did it off screen. Right. That's why I give it an eight and not a nine. Um, and I could just I just kind of wanted more of her character too because she seemed like really interesting. Right. Um. Yeah. Eight out of ten for me. But so far, I'm loving the show, man. Like you said, like every episode, I feel like hits hard. I think this is one of the best uh, Star Wars projects out of sight. The Skywalker saga. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Eight out of 10 for me. Well, you guys heard it here. Uh, that is our review for episode 11 of Andor. If you guys made it to end, remember, please like and share. It'll greatly help us out. And also check out our other reviews. Goodness gracious, man. We have so much content coming out in November and December. I think December is going to be really sweet. We're going to have a New Year's, re- uh, New Year's Reflections. And... Keep in tune for Game Awards. I cannot wait to do that with our good friend Jerome. Uh, But in November, we have a couple of other odd shows that we're going to review as well. But Dylan, as always, take us away. Well, guys, uh, thank you so much for this review. If you're not following the channel, uh, please do. We have a special guest coming this Friday. Mm -hmm. Uh, We won't name names, but you guys, if anyone's played Marvel's Avengers, um, you'll definitely want to stick around for this episode. So yeah, we like Akram said, we have a ton of content um, coming out this month, December. But we also have a lot of content out already. We just reviewed Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Great movie. Um, so if you guys want to check that out, it's already out on our channel, which you can check out on YouTube, Anchor, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts as well. And you can check our Instagram and TikToks as well for our socials. So thank you guys again. Until then, may the force be with you. May the force be with you guys. See you.